Do you want to hear about conception? No, I think let's <laughs> probably, the viewers would probably love to hear me talk about <laughs> sex with my mother, but I... I but it was in half time. It was in half time. What, what does that mean? I'm only joking, Dutch. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nonsense with My Mother, co-hosted by myself, Sean Parry-Williams, and my mama. Say hello, mama. Hello. This week is episode three. We're on episode three, Tracy, of Nonsense with My Mother, where mm-hmm. a mother and daughter openly and honestly talk all things related to mother and daughters. This week, mm-hmm. we will be talking about pregnancy and giving birth and and babies in you and the miracle, the miracle of life, really, aren't we, Tracy? But we're not talking conception. You've already told me we're not allowed to talk about that. No, because I don't really want to talk about that because I would rather choose the great my nipples than talk about that with my mama. Um, so you've had two babies. I've obviously don't I have a dog baby, but I didn't birth her out of my clacker. So I don't know what that feels like. I didn't like. birth either of you out of my clacker either, darling. <laughs> So, um, so where do you want to start? Do you want to start your first doctor visit or scan or how, how does it all work? We can, we can do the comparison route, can't we? Because where were you both born? I was born in Japan and my sister was born in North Wales. So where in Japan were you born? Can you remember? Well, I don't want to tell people that because that's private information and it could be used against my passwords. <laughs> <laughs> my password is where I was born. Oh no! So anyway, t- you were- so so how did you find out you were pregnant with me? Like a pregnancy test. <laughs> Funnily enough, and, and how does that work? Well, it started with we got curious because my mum couldn't have children for a few years and her mum couldn't have children for a few years. So after Daddy and I had been married for about a year and a bit, we got curious. Um, Bugger me. But we, um, we kind of, you know, got pregnant with you. And much to our joy. And you were, due on, you were due on Christmas Day. Jesus. Jesus, we've been saying that a lot since you were born, darling. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and the donkey that took them to Bethlehem. And we, the, 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 it was a complete, you were a very expensive baby. Thanks. We did it all, we did it all, because it was all, it's not like it is now, you know, internationally, you would have insurance that would cover everything, but not then. And every time you went to the doctor, we had to pay. And so you cost about £5,000, I think, start to finish. But you're worth every penny, just like your well, teeth. bloody well hope so. And I remember, because we were going along, going along, and we were going to see uh, the doctor in Yokohama. And every time you went, because you're there, you'd go and see the same doctor. I remember we went about two months before you were due. And um, <laughs> he, said, he said, he said, oh, Jesus. You know, and we thought, ooh, ooh. And then... Um, <laughs> you don't daddy... say that to a pregnant woman when you go to the doctor. No, you certainly don't, do you? When he's doing, because you, you give, um, what's it called? You give an ultrasound every time you go because you're getting it private there. And, and, he went, and he went, oh, my God, or Jesus, or something like that. And I started, and Daddy was going to video, Daddy was videoing this bit because he was going to say, he always sent videos home. And then I kind of like got a bit worried and then Daddy got worried. And basically all it was, was that you turned breach. 
So now, what um, does breach mean for people? I mean, I, does it mean head first or bum? Bum, bum, your bum first, basically. And, and you can't the, give birth with a bum first. You could. It'd be very painful. For who? And like the, the baby. Bum and, leg, bum and legs for me. So in that month mm. leading up to it, we were trying to move you around and everything. And we, we went up to your karma to the birthing classes and stuff there as well. <laughs> and we were doing it the American way. So what are birthing uh, classes like? I want to know, because you see them on telly, don't you? Did you watch, the, did you watch Friends when Ross went with yeah. his... Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was exactly was it? like that. Yeah, so they, exactly. What are they like with the, the fathers in there? Is it all? It was just exactly like that, but they were t- telling Wynne to put um, tennis balls up and down my back like that was going to help with the pain, you know? Did it? No. Well, I don't know. I've um, not had a baby. And then and then we went to see, because again, it was a bit of an, an American way because you had to write your birth plan and everything that you wanted and this mm. and that and the other. And then we went to, um, we went to the, the hospital to meet but then I went to meet the um the, the um the guy the, the surgeon there with your daddy and it was talking about pain relief because they they don't believe in that uh, in Japan they didn't then and they were saying um so I said what what kind of pain relief do you have and this is to this male doctor and he said pain is good for women <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> you want to try it mate I said, I said, you sweet, naive young fool. <laughs> I, said, I said, I want epidural. I want a spinal block and a bottle of whiskey if I ask for it. Yeah, but then he just thought I was one of those. Yeah. But it actually, uh, when, it, when we, because you didn't turn around, we had to go in two weeks beforehand. And then we went in there and um, I didn't understand what keep still was in Japanese when they were going to put the epidural in, because they didn't want, I think they must have taken me at my word, because they you gave had me a spinal C-section. block. You had a C-section yeah. for both, both me and Sarah yeah. and my sister, didn't you? So two weeks beforehand, went in, and they gave me a spinal block and an epidural. And I didn't know what keep still was in, in Japanese, and so I jumped. And then afterwards, I was violently ill, and they were a bit worried about me. What? because I kept throwing up. And when you've been stitched up and you're throwing up, it's not a good thing. So this is after And they were so worried. They were so worried about, yes, after giving birth. And they were so worried about me that they gave me a a paracetamol for the pain. But I thought good for women. Yeah, there was no morphine or anything like that. And, you know, in in Japan at that time, they were all Japanese babies. (laughs) And then there was little you, little, little blonde you. Um, That's the story of my life, though, because every school living in Japan and Saudi and Thailand, you can see me in all my class photos. I'm that pale, bright white child with the blonde hair. You never miss me, do you? But it was lovely because your daddy got to have an amazing lobster dinner. That was part of the package. Mm. It was for me. But I'm oh, not feeling well. So your dad was kind of like, oh, well, I won't let that go to waste. I'll have that. So he had this massive lobster dinner. Five grand. <laughs> and I um, and I had the, the book because they gave me an album. And inside the album was your, um, or, or the umbilical cord that was in there on the front page. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you very much. Now, is that, 
is that um an american thing because obviously japan's very americanized is that normal in the uk would you get when you had sarah did they give you the umbilical cord no but i don't think it's american um it was it was a, a japanese fantastic i mean i have to say the recovery from from that I recovered far quicker because I they couldn't they wouldn't give me um, painkillers except a paracetamol because I had to listen to my body and um, oh. I you know I, I I did have to listen to my body and so I recovered much better and, and I had the same doctor the same consultant all the way through and then two years later excuse me two years later we get to um, hospital. So my sister was born in North Wales. And what was that yeah. experience like in comparison? Did you get a lobster dinner or did you get a fish and chips or? Didn't get anything. Not um, even a bit of balabrief. <laughs> Don't knock it. I mean, we're paying for it in Japan. And, and the, you know, the care was very good in the NHS. The only thing was we were seeing a different doctor, a different consultant. So there was no consistency all the way through. And Is that normal then in the UK? Yeah, unless you go, unless you go in private, mm. you have the next person, and so they'd have to get up to speed on your file in front of you. And I remember them saying, you know, um, they asked me if I was a teacher because I was asking so many questions with with Charlotte, <laughs> and, and I said, no, I just want to know what's happening rather than just placidly accepting. Um, my, me and my dad, when I was two, my sister was born, had to go back to Japan because my dad had to go back to work and I was starting nursery. See how easy but, it is to add some context, Tracy. Yeah, but I'm two glasses of wine down, darling. You're not, are you? When aren't you? Anyway. Oh, it's eight o'clock in the evening here. Being civilised me not to have a glass of wine. All right, Tracy. All right, Tracy. Get on with you, the rest of your story. Anyway, so after seeing various consultants and this and that and the other, I remember going um, to see and they said, oh, well, we will induce. And I said, what does that mean? And they just said, slowly, slowly catch the monkey. And I said, that has not slowly, slowly catch the monkey. by way of explanation. So what does that mean? And then they, what does I have that no mean? idea. Don't know. And then they said, Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a sweep. And again, I had no idea. What do you think a sweep is? I, what do you think a sweep is, first of all? Clean, clean the, uh, the, <laughs> the I'd expect it, I expected something. I expected somebody to turn up with a brush. I had no idea what they had in mind, but apparently, don't ever ask for a sweep. It's so what is a sweep? Oh my! Oh no, no! Is it, it too it, much it, for the podcast? Is it a bit more of a fifteen than a PG? Oh, well, it's nasty. It's a, it? it's it's nasty and it bloody hurts. Okay, and so then, every so so out there, we're, we're females out there, if anyone asks you if you want a sweep, unless they have a a mop or a brush, ask, hand, ask for clarification. I mean, did what you just tweet clarification? Me? I just thought it was something to do with a brush. I have no idea. What, like brush your, your pubic hairs? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I could do a bit of a clean-up somewhere, I don't know. Oh, and then... Um, they think you're filthy down there. Oh, this woman doesn't wash. What do you mean a sweep? Anyway, so that was painful. And then I remember seeing your daddy and you in the... In the, in the 
in the morning and then uh, it just was nothing was happening and then your daddy came back and I was in labour in the evening and your dad was oh my god you know and the waters had broke and they um they put me on a um in a in a wheelchair and it was like a snail so with this with Sarah you your waters broke and then you had a cesarean but with me you actually had you had to arrange a cesarean you it was in. well I had to because you didn't change you stayed in in breach position oh. and I could have I could have tried giving birth but I wanted I assumed because I'd had one cesarean they'd It'd give me all. another oh no 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 we're going to try and give birth it was like, oh, okay. I've got the scar but there you go but then we went overnight all the way through the night and that was it daddy was asking for a cup of tea and biscuits through the night and of I was course he was think was he asking what? for a lobster dinner as well no cup of tea and biscuits so can I have anything you can have some ice cubes and then um I you know it dilated to four inches or four centimeters four centimeters and then they were trying to find out they wanted to dilate to seven but so um, what does dilate to seven mean? It means I, because I want like all my knowledge of birth is is primarily based on Call the Midwife. So, I mean, have you watched Call the Midwife? Because I don't know where they get these babies from because they literally look once they, or twice. You, honestly, on Call the Midwife, you see them coming out of the hoo ha, the fa- the vagina, right? But it makes you think because these babies genuinely look like they're a few minutes old. But where do they get the babies from? Because you can't just go in when someone's given birth and says, sorry. Basically means your clacker dilates to seven centimetres, which means that you start, that the head can start so to you, crown. You, 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 your vagina goes bigger. So it's seven yeah. centimetres, right. Oh, well, God. it was, I was only four. But then they were putting, they were trying to... Um, put something onto Cezzy's head but to see whether she was in distress or not but the damn thing wouldn't work so having gone through the night um and they'd given me an epidural they thought okay if we can't tell if, she, if the baby's in distress because the, the machine to monitor it is broken you know so they decided to give birth but what, one of the things was so funny was um I uh, they'd given me an epidural part way through the night and I remember thinking, wow, I've been, I always thought epidurals cannot feel to push. And that was one of the things I was worried about. But you could, you could feel to push. And that blew my mind because it was always one of these, oh, once you have an epidural, you cannot feel. But you could, you could feel to push and everything. So I was like, oh, cool. Mm. And then, but then because the machine that was put to her head um, didn't work, they decided not to mess around, which was very good of them. And they, they said, okay, we're going to get the, um, the anaesthetist in. And, and, and I said, yeah, okay, what does this mean? And they said, well, if we need to, we'll top you up with an epidural, then take you in to have a C-section. And the anaesthetist came. Well, that was it. I had gas and air, first of all. I tried everything, so, so I tried in the TENS machine, waste of time, got in the in a hot bath, waste of time. And gas and air was actually really good. That made it manageable. It didn't take the pain away. But once the contractions came, it was okay. That was all right. But then it had gone beyond that. And then um, um, I remember them saying, okay, we'll get the anaesthetist. And this anaesthetist came in and he looked like Jeffrey Goldblum. He was this. Who's Jeffrey image. Goldblum? 
He was in the dinosaurs film and everything. The He's dinosaurs really cool. film. Do you mean Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park? Yeah, Jurassic Park. Spitting image of Jeffrey Goldblum. So he so when, came in. So hang on, hang on a minute. So when you had your baby and it was she it was it was getting dangerous for her coming out, and you saw this man who came in to do your cesarean. Your to first thought the epidural. Your first thought was in that moment where you're trying to push a baby out your clacker and it's getting dangerous. No, oh, I wasn't trying to he push. looks like that guy out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> but he came in to top at my my epidural but I remember him saying to me because I remember asking him I said how much are you going to top it up and he said oh I don't know he said um hopefully enough that you can't feel it when they cut into you tell me and I went really and they said he said yes yes anyway they wheeled me off to the surgery um and your daddy couldn't come in this time he did in Japan couldn't come in and they had a disco going on there the disco playing the music pop music blaring out so yeah. did you get put to sleep for your first cesarean no, both both wait for both oh my god but daddy so, was with so, me hang on a minute well, there's, a curtain there. there's a curtain you can't see a thing but so daddy what, could in japan so, right let me speak so when you had your first cesarean yeah and they cut into your tummy and you were epidural. awake yes darling that's what an epidural is but it's like a, and you a, didn't get given any painkillers. An epidural is a pain blocker. No, when you an epidural f- spinal block is a pain. It stops. It blocks oh, the pain. Oh, I thought I thought in Japan because they wouldn't let you have any painkillers. They just I thought they just sliced your tummy open without oh, any painkillers. Oh, oh, no, afterwards, know. afterwards they didn't give you anything. They don't didn't give you morphine. You didn't specify, like mother. But when I came around, when I came around, went with with Sarah. They gave me as much morphine as I wanted. And they used bloody staples to staple me up after so. And that hurt. So I think moral of this very long story is... Establish what a sweep is. Establish what a sweep is. If you can afford it, give birth in Japan because you'll get a lobster dinner. (laughs) I think that... But all my knowledge, all these words, it's funny because you always hear these words and you only hear them on telly if you haven't had a baby. But my knowledge is called midwife. And as I was as I was ranting about earlier, I don't understand where call the midwife get their babies from because they genuinely look like they're just being given birth. And I don't think it's CGI because I don't know. I can't tell what CGI if it's real or not anymore. But have you watched them when they come out? Of the vagina yeah. when they're giving birth, they genuinely. Uh, well, I haven't. They genuinely. Are they covered like in blood and all the rest? Everything they're covered in all the soggy stuff, and they genuinely look like they've just been born. But the size of the baby and the look of the baby, not the, just the, the wet soggy stuff on it, but it just feels like there's, there's probably women out there who are like, "Oh, I want my child to be an actor." Pops them out, and then they're like, "Yes." Yes, they'll be on Call the Midwife. I'd really love to know where they find the babies from. So what's it like being handed your baby after all Mom's that pain? So is it real? Is that a myth? After all that pain and nine months of not being able to drink any wine and being all hot and bothered and and going... You've you, you got to tell me something. It's just what we're no, doing. it's just what really... Oh, here we go. Every time I say I have news, you think I'm pregnant. <laughs> no. I said that to one of the teachers the other day. They said, I've got something to tell you. I said, funnily enough. I know you said that in the last like podcast, that. mother. You said <laughs> that in the last. This is what she does. She repeats herself. Anyway. 
But I didn't have morning sickness. I had a very easy pregnancy with both of you. Really? Did you have any cravings? Because apparently that's a myth as well. Yes, I did. What did you With crave? both of you, biscuits and, and orange maids ice lollies. Orange maid ice lollies? Yeah, orange ice lollies and oh. bis- digestive biscuits. Um, but no, that was it. But no, I was, um, I didn't have any particular, you know, I was very lucky I didn't have any morning sickness or anything. That's good. I hope my lovely, that conversation is the best form of contraception for you for a while and your sister. I'm just going to stick to my fur baby, my little puppy, who bit my nipple twice yesterday. Maybe she... Maybe she. I know. Do you know? Right. My mother always tells me to wear a bra, but obviously since COVID, many women do not wear bras. I don't. Do you know what I mean? At home, I don't wear a bra, and then I'm perfectly comfortable wearing a bra. But she's in a biting stage uh, because, like, you know, it's it's that stage of being a puppy. She's six months, and she was biting and playing, and she bit my nipple. It was only a little bit. A lot of people aren't as well endowed as you, my darling. Well, I mean, you can't avoid them, really, can you? I'm no, you can't, darling. Wildly, I was looking at, my boobs are wildly past- disproportionate to my body. Well, I was thinking that you needed a new bra when I was walking past this hammock the other day. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. This expensive oh, being body. busty. I don't want to even know what it's gonna, how heavy my boobs are going to be when I have a baby. Oh, my love. But my I'm, I'm going to wait another, like, 15 years. Oh, I'll be 40. I'll handle that then. Jesus. I was very interesting learning about the miracle of life. Um, I, I just, I'm definitely not having oh, this Definitely, definitely not having this conversation with you again. But I hope the viewers enjoyed you it. it. You asked. I've never really Absolutely. talked about this with you before, so it's very interesting. Anyway, three words <laughs> to describe pregnancy and childbirth. Three words. Oh, really? Is that, are those your three words? Oh, really? No. That's two words. Pleasure. No, surprise. Pain, pleasure. And always ask what a sweep is. Always ask. Thank you very much for listening to Nonsense with My Mother, co-hosted by myself, Sean Parry-Williams, and my increasingly annoying mother. Say bye, mother. Bye. Bye. I'm just going to top my wine up. Let me say Oh, well, it's not like we've got a podcast to do. Because apparently she wasn't going to drink much today because she only had two croissants. She's on her third glass of wine. No, Mummy, please don't eat during the podcast because all we can hear is you munching. (laughs) Don't shove it in your mouth. Oh, Christ.